of the key items podcast and right as i say that sentence i'm going to now stand up and go close my door because i forgot to do that hey everyone got that nice little sound bit in their ears hey everybody it's james your host of the key items podcast we like to keep it unedited here you get to hear all the audio mistakes and fuck-ups that i do (laughs) welcome to another episode welcome 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 today Today is largely going to be about comics. So much so, we were actually having a conversation before the podcast started. Um, and we'll jump back into it later on today um, for it. But as you probably have seen by the title of this episode, we are talking about comic books. I thought about like how we don't have enough comic book episodes for the podcast and it is doing a disservice but um before i get into anything else i'll introduce the folks here um the usual suspects are dustin and arnold say hello hey everybody hello and the returning semi full-timer of our podcast um we have justin jt say hello to the folks Gang, gang, Justin's back. Batman for life. He cannot <laughs> just introduce himself like a person. Uh, <laughs> our, our recurring guest star. Welcome, everybody, um, to another episode. Um, before we jump into business and brass tacks of the episode, I did want to um, do some housekeeping for people listening. Um, if you have seen our latest um, um, endeavor to the podcast, uh, we have been streaming on Twitch. Um, we streamed Saturday last week, and we will be streaming every Saturday and Sunday um, during the the later hours of the day. We will be streaming, if I'm correct, on Saturdays. We'll stream from 7 to 9.30, usually. We are playing Dark Deity. It is a um, turn-based strategy rpg kind of like fire emblem and it is an indie game pretty fun we've been having some fun there and then on sundays we will be streaming borderlands 2 um from 6 30 to 8 30 i'm probably going to make this a thing where we end up streaming all the borderlands um for your viewing pleasure i will be hounding dustin (laughs) for the upcoming week because it um, Dustin and I will also be streaming something during the weekdays. Yes, we're still bit. we're still finalizing what that will be, so it may be a surprise. Yeah, I'm gonna totally make Dustin make something by the end of today. <laughs> we're gonna have one. Um, Dustin's picked out some pretty good ones, so no matter what he ends up picking, it's gonna be it's probably gonna be really cool. Um, pretty good games. So anyway, join us there. We are on Twitch, like I said before. You can find this at twitch.tv key items podcast. Um, please follow and subscribe and listen because the more people we get, the more chances are that I can place the episodes that you may miss. Um, I record every episode and so that people can follow along. You know, everyone can't stream that day, but 
if I get enough people, I am allowed to place it onto Twitch's website. You're not allowed to do it unless you have like over 50 followers. So anybody Ooh. joining would be great. Even Tell your friends. Even if your friends just like open the stream for five minutes and then go do something. That would be great. <laughs> just 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 click it. Like I don't I don't need your love. I need your attention. Um, but <laughs> so you know this this will go a long way. But anyway, yeah, it was a great stream. Um, it was the first stream was me and Arnold. It was really fun. Um, we had a lot of fun. A lot of people listening had a lot of fun listening in. Um, it was it was cool. I understand it's already started some inside jokes. Yeah, so there's a whole thing about baked beans that um, me and Arnold have started uh, about one of the characters, and people like yeah. that. Go ahead, Arnold. The whole plan is to... So he has like a can of baked beans, and apparently he's the only one so far that has it. So our plan is to have him hold it for the entire run of the game. Mm. Not using it. So this is the uh, the this is the dark deity bean run, right? Yeah. Yes, dark deity bean run. We're cl we're we're claiming it now, um, for all speed running purposes. Um, this is definitely not a speed run. This is definitely not a speed run. We <laughs> don't even have categories. This is, this, this is like a meandering walk. Exactly. Um, sometimes we take a sit. Um, but yeah, so that's that. Um, join us on there. Um, I have some other projects in the work behind all of this. Uh, I'm starting to figure out that doing a nerd media empire is exhausting. Um, <laughs> so for those of you out there that's like, oh, I can do it. It's easy. It's not. It's not um, at all. So anyway, um, we'll move past that. And let's jump into our next issues. Next issues, as everyone knows, is part of the podcast where we talk about the news of the nerd media of today. Um, I have very small, short announcements, and I've been talking, so I was going to throw it over to Dustin. Um, what news do you have to share? Okay, so my big news for this week, we can go ahead and touch on first. Um, Jujutsu Kaisen is on indefinite hiatus, and I heard of this, uh, heard f uh, um, about this from a um, Twitch streamer um, who I'm following, who I'm going to just go ahead and plug, uh, make sure I get his screen name correctly with the right number, uh, Max Damage 9999. Um, but I heard about this from him on his Discord. Um, and basically what happened is the editors of Shonen Jump, um, actually asked the creator to take a health break, which is very unusual, um, which tells, tells us that either, um, they're trying to do better for their talent, which I'm sort of skeptical about because they, you know, almost worked out to death before he started getting his like regular breaks. Right. Um, or it's serious enough that they're like, if we don't tell this dude to like take a break for a while, he's gonna like kill over, and we don't want that. Our third um, option, because I'm cynical, he's the only one making money from them outside of One Piece, and they need him to stay. <laughs> so alive. They're, they're protecting him now. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's very have possible. A, um, some have a question some with people, that. Sorry, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. When it comes to hiatus, is this for the manga? Yeah, this is for the, the, the manga. Yeah, it's, Okay, um, cool. 
Yeah, it's going on hiatus for, um, they hadn't said how long. He said a month, but it's actually been stated by like the editorial uh, staff that it's like indefinite. I think oh. it's sort of like when when he's they think he's ready that he can come back to work. I wonder if he went in and he just looked at them and said what I think is really true. And he said, I have no more ideas. <laughs> because that's I mean, what it reads like. Uh <laughs> Um, but yeah apparently they were in in between arcs and so it was was a good time to to put it on hiatus while he takes the health break yeah yeah i definitely think one of the reasons a lot of manga becomes shitty is because the mangaka are tired and exhausted yeah and i i definitely i don't know when he started feeling ill and, and sad or anything like that but um i i don't like Jujutsu Kaisen, I fell off of Jujutsu Kaisen really early into the series for a manga. Um, it got boring, it got predictable, and it got... This is me saying this about a shonen, so come on, like, how bad can you get? Um, and it got kind of, like... It got kind of in-gamey really early. Like, people just start dying off and getting murdered. Or people start resurrecting and coming up. And I was like, this is the kind of stuff that happens after, like, your third or fourth arc. Like, this yeah. is when you're about to mm-hmm. end your manga. Um, and you throwing in high stakes now means you're, you're, I, I feel that he's grasping at straws, which it could definitely be largely based off health. Right. You know? um, yeah. um, I think some people are a little concerned that there's like something more sinister going on. You know how that goes? Cause there's so much of that that happens with creators now, but I don't, I, don't, um, I definitely I don't, think don't think so. that is for jujitsu. It makes no, too much money. So. Too many teenagers think it's cool. Like yeah, um, yeah, I think honestly he's he's new. He's a relatively like it's just like his first big series, and so I wonder if he's got that like that fresh, um, young. I really like my job, and I'm going to put a lot into it. Mentality that we all have until our souls are crushed by. Yeah, <laughs> a guy from Nintendo who like had to get an IV drip. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. Like I definitely. Um, yeah, I, I don't know necessarily what it could be the reasons. I definitely hope it is just health. I definitely don't think it's like Shonen Jump being this, this, like evil and stuff. Like mm-hmm. that that is not happening because Shonen Jump wants money. And Jujutsu Kaisen, regardless of what I think of it, prints money. Mm-hmm. Um, it does. Yep. It prints money. And it... it it's hot shit, but you know, whatever. It's it's the it's the Gen Zers Yu Yu Hakusho. What am I to take it away from them? Um, so, except it's not as good. But like you know, yeah. So it's it's definitely not that. I highly doubt that. That would be dumb because they have yeah. nothing else but One Piece, and most people don't even get into One Piece newly because it's so big. They're like, hey, yeah. this this seems but- cool. I'm gonna read this, and then they're like, oh. And I have to give myself a hiatus from One Piece once in a while. I stop right now. I'm, fuck Sorry. Wano. I'm sick of Wano. Like, if I see another katana in One Piece, I swear to Oda himself. Like, it's just like, it's just, it's, it's, Wano was the first time I ever read One Piece and I actually thought out loud, man, this is long. Yeah, yeah. And there's been some long arcs. What were you going to say, JT? No, I won't say nothing. <laughs> oh. I'm sorry. I thought I thought we I interrupted you there. I was like, oh no, no, you're fine. Um, but yeah, but yeah, so, yeah, go ahead. yeah. Um, that's that's my 
big piece of news because I knew that would facilitate some discussion today. Um, this is the the news where I made James unfortunately salty. Um, so did you hear about a new VTuber? Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm not so okay. I've got. I am. Um, I, I guess I'll slightly talk alongside Dustin with this one because I am not. <laughs> um. <laughs> So I'm not angry. So that's the thing. Okay. 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 That's like, what I was wondering. And, and this like, is another. Was... This is another piece of news that I'll um, elaborate on further. But they're doing a Final Fantasy IX um, anime, mm-hmm. and um, me and Dustin have talked about this prior to this. I feel the same way about it. Like, if people don't know, Final Fantasy IX is one of my favorite video games of all time. Easily, I think number yeah. one or number two. It's, it's... And my, my question is, if you didn't know that, are you new here? The, yeah. And the second thing, if you don't know that, is that I love Sonic a lot. Like, un, unapologetically, I'm aware of, like, 80% of his games are shit. But mm-hmm. I I like Sonic. I love Sonic's comics. I love everything. I, I watch the movie. I love Sonic. Mm-hmm. But. So, yeah. Sonic so, the news a, here. Yeah. Sorry. sorry. Good. <laughs> I was going to say, so the news here to lead into that is that that new v, the new virtual YouTuber, VTuber that I was going to mention, is that for Sega for Sonic's 30th anniversary, Sega is launching Sonic with his uh, Japanese voice act uh, voice actor as a VTuber. So oh for, wow, so okay, and here's here's the here's the things I don't I don't think I care too much about, or I don't I I I can't muster anger about this. Sonic has always tried to be the hippest mascot. Yep. Not this, realizing this, this, that he's this, in his 30s. This tracks. Um, this tracks. It, Sonic has always tried to be the coolest mascot. And VTubing right now is the big pop culture thing that people do. Mm-hmm. So it it pays to, to mind that he would then become a VTuber. Is it stupid? Yes, of course it is. Um, it, it's dumb. It's asinine. It's you can't make a good video game for him, but you're gonna put his ass up as a VTuber. Um, it's dumb, but right now there is a high of Sonic fandom, and what not Sonic fandom, Sonic appreciation. My little brother and his friends had like Sonic avatars on their Discord. And I was like, "What's this about? Y'all don't even like Sonic like that." Like, like I was asking, and they were like, oh, well, you know, there's jokes about Sonic and stuff. It's like, Sonic apparently has been popping around more. So it pays to, to, to mind that they would then throw him up here in, as a VTuber. Now, I don't know what the fuck they think is going to help it do. <laughs> yeah, I really um, don't know. What is Sonic going to do? Play Sonic games and realize how bad some of his own right, games are? Right, right. Yeah. Right, like, exactly. Like, what's happening? Like, the movie was fine because it was a good movie and it made sense why they would do that for yep. Sonic. The The video games that are coming out, same thing. <laughs> yeah, those, and- those I'm like... Tentative. I don't expect anything. So if it's good, I'll be I'll be pleasantly surprised. It would be mediocre to good. Like yeah. I'm almost certain of it. Um, unless they really overhaul and they really surprise me. But it's Sega. It's it's post ninety Sega after they got beaten up by a plumber. Like you know, it's like we'll see how that goes. But like I I'm not angry about it. I'm not furious or salty about it. I remember looking at it and I literally just passed the article. Like I didn't care. Because it's Sonic. Sonic is a franchise that has always whored itself out from the very get-go. And sometimes it's successful and sometimes it's not. And 
I know people market value and Sonic is a meme and everything like that. So I've adjusted. It's one of the few things I'm into that I don't mind that it's become like less of like a gaming nerd culture thing and more just like a complete pop culture thing. Um, so yeah, I guess that's my take on when it comes to Sonic. I'm like this VTubing Sonic anyway. Um, not as salty. Um, sorry people listening in who thought I was going to rant and rave. Um, but I'm starting to pick and choose where I do that. <laughs> if that makes sense. But yeah, uh, that's yeah. my take on that. And um, honestly, I think that's it for my news this week. We'll keep it short. We'll keep it sweet. We'll move on. Okay. Um, I'll go through mine real fast because I'm sure Arnold has a bigger bulk. Um, I just have a few weird announcements. This is something I am kind of ranting raving about. They've been releasing. So I, everyone knows I've been playing Trails. The, the Trails series. It's actually called the Legend of Heroes series. Funny enough, I call it Trails because all of them have Trails in it. I mean, um, it makes sense to me. Yeah, yeah. The the Trail series, they are a large, ever-expanding universe of RPGs. Now, you play Final Fantasy or something like that, you play one, those games don't mix. Every single game in Trails is connected to the next game. Literally. Like, little nuanced pieces. Like, it's... It's like a it's more like a book series than a video game. It's like you are interacting with a book. There's so much world building in this game that it is stupidly impressive. And I've been playing Trails from Zero and I'm soon going to play Trails to Azure, which is, which are two Japanese only video games that have gotten um, translation patches by a group called Geofront. Um, because of the success of these patches, because there's a very niche, very passionate fan base in the Trail series, um, the creators of it have finally, after almost a, no, I'm sorry, after a decade of not doing anything, they're now finally going to translate a game that's a decade old. Over, and, but it's it's coming out in 2022 and 2023, and and my problem with this is that they are using the translation that was done by Geofront. So the hard work that Geofront did is now going to help this company who never wanted to release it in America, or or couldn't. I'll I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they just couldn't do it. Oh, no, you shouldn't. Um, but they, they just I'm didn't, just like, don't give them any sympathy. They didn't do it. And this game series is very dear to a lot of people. And after having played it, it's one of my favorite game series. So and, was Earthbound. Yeah, Earthbound is shit. Um, but come at me, people. I, I know there's some people who just got heated. I don't care. That game is garbage as a game. The characters are cute, though. Anyway, but like, um, like, it is, it's just one of those things that, irks me that now that you see that there's profit in it, you're going to do it, but it's a business. Um, they're also going to be releasing um, Utah Boundless Trails, which is a spinoff from the Trails of Coastal, Trails into Revere, um, which is another one. There's a lot of Trails games, folks. Um, they're all long. Don't get into them unless you like playing JRPGs. They're each, and I mean this, each one is at least 80 hours long. At least, minimal. Is that like just straight story, no side no, quests? No, I've or... been playing all the side quests. So, I think okay. if you play if you play straight story, it's probably going to be about forty to sixty. 
But is it possible, like, or do you have to get level ups from side missions? Oh, you don't have to. So the reason I do them is because you get graded on everything. Because, of course, it's Japanese uh... And so you get graded on all your side quests. And if you do them all to the maximum potential, you get better items throughout the game. And then when you play your next game, it transfers over your progress. Mm. And so people who you've done quests with in the first game will not only acknowledge that you helped them from the last game, but they'll also have different quests for you, or you'll get different items, and you'll get different upgrades and stuff like that. Um, so, I don't do that anymore. Yeah, it's very... It's very, um, it's cool, but also I can completely understand why someone want to do it. Um, but yeah, that's my news. That's all the stuff I have. I will throw it to Arnold. Uh, Alright. Uh... Honestly, the news is meh, in my opinion. Okay. That I have. That's great. Uh, well, this is not meh. Let's just start with this. Uh, Marvel's Avengers update exposes uh, PS5 players' IP addresses. Of course. Oh, boy. Because it's a you Sony know, that product. Happened, <laughs> that happened during Tuesday. That supposedly, they sent a hotfix uh, for Wednesday. But, you know, that's always fun. That game yeah. is such shit. I'm just Trash. like, I'm wondering, like, how that happens. Like, I don't know. How does that, well, actually, I do know how that happens. It probably happens because they've got programmers that they're like, hey, is the patch done yet? Is the patch done yet? Is the patch done yet? Roll the patch out. It's not done yet. Roll out anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I could do that job. Just put me in there. Just put me in there. Be like, is it ready? Mm. <laughs> like, just send it out anyway, James. Click. Where's my check? Like it, it, it seems, it seems quite literally like you got these people that have this large amount of experience, but they're not doing anything to do it. And like, who knows? Maybe they're being rushed. But yeah, I kind of wonder if they are are overworked. But or IP, like IP exposure. Oh no, man! Have you seen that game? That that game don't even have work in it. Yeah, this like is true. <laughs> I, is true. IP exposure is like standard security level IT stuff. Like yep. it's like you just should not do that. That's not, that's not something you, that's not even something if you like, they say, okay, you have an IT job, how much you know about computers? Well, I know what Windows is. Like, like if they, if you, if you have that job, you still should know, huh, I probably shouldn't expose the IP addresses of these players. Like, it's not, it's not technical know-how, it's practical common sense. Um, I also wonder, I just wonder how that happened. You know what I mean? Literally, someone just not paying attention and dropping the ball. That's all. That's the only way it can happen. Because and depending on how they do it, if they do like a script, mm-hmm. it could literally be one little piece of thing missing. And yeah. Then they and now everyone's IP addresses out there. Yeah, a script. That's why. That's the thing. You have to be very, very meticulous and slow pace and over look over this script multiple times. Like, don't just plug it out. You know, and. It, that's that's the thing. It's just negligence. There's not even not even me being mean. It's just like it's it's the only thing that could happen. Um, there's an IT guy that I know who works for someone close to me. So I'm I'm being very vague okay. is not to get the person I know in trouble. The IT person I don't care about. Um, but the IT person just screwed up their whole system in in one one day 
because they never took into account certain safe measures that you would just think of for a business. And they're the only IT person around and they only keep the IT person around because of, um, they, 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 they've just been there and they also speak the same language. So it's, it's a little bit racist. So like, that's it. That's it. That's all. So public service announcement here. Watch where you put your stuff. Don't click emails from people you don't know. And IT uh, professionals, please just do your jobs. Yes. Um, um, that's it. That's it. Um, but okay. Cool, cool. That game is shit. That game needs to be done. It really is not good. It Square Enix good. has no idea what they're doing with shit. I'm still oh. wondering how Square Enix got that contract for, for Marvel. Like, because sort of they an have... odd pick. Square Enix is known for its graphical fidelity. This is true. This is very stuff true. Stuff like that. Um, um, they should have let um, people shouldn't let Insomniac do it like they did Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. Insomniac is a really good company overall for like production quality and stuff. I like most of Insomniac's games. Um, I don't know why they went to Square. Square does not produce good games that much anymore. Yeah, it doesn't really do. Ac- they're not really known for their amazing action games, even then. Like, nope. They and that's what that Hearts. really is. That's probably it. Yeah, like they um, got near, but that's not really a great game. You know, I wonder if there was some some executive somewhere who's like, "Hey, my kid played Kingdom Hearts and it was good. Can we get the Kingdom Hearts people to make it?" I'm back. <sighs> Oh, there he is. Cool, cool, cool. Um, no one heard in the podcast that you had gone, but now that you've put that up, I'm just going <laughs> to let all the listeners know Arnold had lost his power for a second. Um, Technical difficulties in yeah, the most extreme sense. Because you just popped back in, Arnold. You are like, I'm back. And the listeners like, uh, okay, yeah. you go. <laughs> you left. But anyway, um, yeah, so... Um, what else you got there for us, Arnold? Hold on, you open up the page. Okay. So glad I didn't lose all my shit. That's okay, fine. If you did, I, we'll just we'll just cut it and right. Move on. We'll just move on. Yeah, no, it's like I got, I got, it, I got it. Okay. <laughs> when I turned the power back on, my printer turned on for some reason. <laughs> all I heard was the sound, that I'm not used to the sound yet. So just, I'm like, well, what the hell was that? Just the printer making noise. <laughs> printer noises. Um, yeah. Okay. So this is like a, a maybe it'll be good. It'll be good later on. So I don't know if you guys heard. Uh, uh, Microsoft said that Windows 10 would be the last Windows you'll ever need to buy, and then they announced Windows 11. Yeah, yep. I remember that. Um, so we're not really gonna talk about like the the whatevers about Windows 11 because, quite frankly, uh, we don't really care about that. But what I do care about to bring up is the fact that the Microsoft Store in Windows 11 will allow app developers. Uh, the option to keep a hundred percent of the revenue of apps they create, but this does not include games that are not apps that are categorized as games yet. So um, let me clarify: they can keep a hundred percent of their proceed their their profits as long as it's not a game, or if it is a game, if it's not a game, okay. um, the deal will not apply. To apps categorized as games. I wonder why. Mm-hmm, um, but they 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 are going to be bringing the revenue down to an eighty-eight to twelve percent. So the Microsoft will be getting twelve percent, and then the uh, the developers will be getting eighty-eight percent of the revenue for the games. Actually, that's 
Um, not a bad that's number, bad. from what I understand. Yeah, that's a pretty yeah. solid like, yeah. percentage. Um, speaking of, did you, um, James and I talked about this the other day, that um, the, also with Windows 11, they're promising eventual um, Android full Android compatibility, that it's going to start with Amazon apps, and then hopefully they're going to get Google Play and, and Samsung Store on there Let's too. be real, though. Who's getting um, Amazon apps? Um, exactly, yeah. Um, Amazon probably just wrote them a big check and was like, right. hey, this is def- um, definitely like an answer to Apple's ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I expect this to work in like five years, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I feel. I don't like. I don't feel it's going to be applicable. I will. Um, I will say though, um, having Android apps is um, kind of neat if they get Google Play on there, just because um, if you've ever tried to emul- do an Android emulator to uh, stream like phone games or anything like that, um, it's really resource intensive because you're basically running a smartphone, which is increasingly like a small computer inside of your computer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll also bring uh, like more attention to, I know there's a lot of bad Android games out there, but there's some good Android games. Yeah, There are some good solid Android games. So I can't think of one. <laughs> uh, I know there's some good Apple games. Yeah, Apple there's games. some good Apple games, but yeah, they won't some... be on there. Microsoft will, or uh, Apple will just never part with any of its stuff. They'll be True. like, "Oh, you want to play this? You you got to buy a MacBook and an iPhone." Yep. Yeah. Too much. And also, why don't you buy some Apple speakers while you're at it, and an Apple car? <laughs> I'm at wait till to 2025. The Apple car. Car. I hope that's. Is it going to compete against a Tesla Cybertruck for apparently? The car? For the be a, vehicle that car. looks the most like it came out of a Nintendo 64 game. I, I hope it does, so my stock will go up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but all right, anything else you got there? Uh, hold on, this is that's kind of boring. We don't need to talk about that. Uh, I think this is like kind of the last two. Uh, so remember when I told you all last week about the Oculus, uh, ad, the Facebook adding ads and or. Facebook giving the option to game developers to put ads in their games. Um, well, we already have uh, one company. Um, I hopefully this is like more more uh, game companies do this, but they're taking mm-hmm. a, I guess, a stand with us uh, gamers, saying that they're not gonna participate in the testing for it, saying that they're not they don't really want to have ads in their games. That's so. not taking a stand. That's just what you need to do. I'm not finna reward people for doing the fucking job. Like, <laughs> like I'm, I'm sorry. Game developers first have like fucking, in companies in particular, have taken so much away and fucked up so much in gaming into gamers that we think when they do the bare minimum, it's like it's like you ever knew a kid that made like F's and D's all the time in school, and then they finally make a C, and their parents like flip out. Yes. Yes. If you always set the bar low, you never got to go too high. <laughs> um, this, All right, Deadpool. <laughs> I'm just saying, if you if you are like, my thing is with game developers, the standard things that you should do in your video games. You should have customization readily available after I started playing the game. You should have all your fucking fighting game characters in the game when it comes out. I don't need to download 16 Gokus. I don't care how cool the Kamehamehas look. Um, just have them in there. Just put them in there. 
Put them in there. Um, or it, you can make me unlock them. I don't mind playing Time Attack four times in a row to really get one character. Um, this is going to be a monkey's paw moment where they're going to like put a character in a game that the unlock conditions are so ridiculous that you'll <laughs> want to buy them. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm that stubborn. I'm that guy. Uh, <laughs> um, but, like, it, it, it's just things like that where these are standard things that games should be doing. And, I, like, don't get me wrong. It's good that they're not doing it. Right. They shouldn't have to say it. We, should, we shouldn't expect them to be like, oh, I'll put an ad to my game. You know? It should be a bigger deal that somebody's like, oh, I'm going to do it because most right. people don't. Yeah. Yeah. Ads in games is also just strange to me in a sense of like, if I already, now I can understand if it's like a a free to play game and I get stuff that I would have to pay for if I watch an ad. Mm -hmm. Like some games do that on phone and that makes sense to me. You know, like you get game currency if you agree to watch the 16th ad in a row for Duolingo or whatever it is. Right, right, Um, Right. Right. But when you buy the game, Right, when I pay $60 for something, it needs to be perfect. Like, Or at least complete. Like, if it's got bugs, but they fix the bugs later, that that's fine. But at least it shouldn't be, like, catastrophic bugs or half the game is gone. Right. right. Like Cyberpunk. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yes, you should not have to pay $60 for that game. That game should be on sale for $15. Because... I see that game on sale, even on like good old games and stuff like that, and it's still like above forty. I'm like, I'm paying forty dollars for this. Ooh, yeah, like you could you could download a mod on an old Fallout game, <laughs> have a better chance. Like, and I, I like fine if people like the game, whatever. Like, you want to spend sixty dollars or, or or a little bit less on it? That's your prerogative. Do what you want to, but it's not a well made game. the The background of the game being made is not good. So there's no positives for it. There's other cyberpunk games you can play. You just want to play this one, I don't know, because you can hump people in it. Like that's all you want to do. Like that's it. <laughs> no, I want to see all the people who turn uh, all the people walking the street turn invisible as soon as they turn around. <laughs> exactly. You mean you don't you don't want the the uh, the uh, public safety or whatever that teleports behind you that as soon as you get. <laughs> Warren Star, they're, they're suddenly like on you, even if you were on like a rooftop. Game is such shit. Anyway, um, but yeah, anything else you got there, Arnold? From there? Uh, last but not least, PAX West apparently will be set to return and have in-person uh, events happening in September. And there's, but there's gonna be a whole bunch of like safety guidelines in order you know, to do it. I'm not excited about any conventions right now. Like I'm going yeah. to Dragon Con. It's coming. But I don't care. Like, yeah, I, like, I'm poor. People are rude. Atlanta is packed full of people who don't live here. It's just like it's hot. It's hot. They're angry. I Everyone's say that. I will say I don't <laughs> want to sound too ungrateful for this nice seventy degree weather we had this week. Yeah, but by September it'll somehow be. Hot. Yeah, it's Georgia. Don't get used to it. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, like I'm going to these things. Um, but that's nice that PAX is having its thing. Um, yeah. But all right, let's jump to patch notes.
access is what we've been up to. Um, what we've been watching, what we've been playing, what we've been seeing. Um, I'm going to throw it at Justin. Yeah, I was going to say, like, can Justin start us off here? Yeah. Got some stuff for us, guys. You know, I've been saving up. Uh, so first, let's go ahead and since today's topics of discussion is comics, go ahead and throw this out there. Just give you guys a little news of what's going on out there in the world of comics slash comic media. So I don't know if you guys are familiar with one of the one of my favorite comics based off of um, DC, Injustice. Oh, Love God. it, can't say it. James has his way about it, but I personally <laughs> feel it is one of the better DC storylines that's not canon that we've been given in a very long time, honestly. Even if it's themed from a video game, go read those comics. Get tired and you'll so never want to read comics it. again. <laughs> you will. It just changes. It changes everything you fundamentally know about certain characters. That's all. That makes me wonder sometimes if somebody has ever read like an Elseworlds comic or uh, some sort of alternate universe comic like that and been like, man, I thought Superman killed the Joker. Oh, okay. Right. What you mean. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Does that happen though, right? So it happens in Injustice. It's yeah. In, yeah, Injustice, of course, is basically a Elseworld alternate reality, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. canon DC, where, of course, the main... The main reason and whole plot twist behind is Superman gets enough of his Joker shit and finally kills him. And he mm-hmm. in doing so, it leads to Superman becoming basically a, a tyrant a tyrant. He basically becomes like General Zod almost. Yeah. In his yeah. own Supermanish so he way. L. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's mm. <laughs> What are you finna say about injustice? <laughs> so News about that. Um, Injustice has been announced as the next, as a upcoming yeah. DC animated film. Mm-hmm. So we are anticipating that no, we're release. Not. Uh, <laughs> yes, we are. Justin is anticipating this release. <laughs> yeah, anticipating that release come 2022. Oh. Uh, should, should be good to go. Currently, right now, we are dealing with, um, and I just actually found this out this week that apparently, because no. I know a while ago we we got I talked about Justice League Apocalypse War and how that was the last movie part of the DC animated universe continuity basically mm-hmm. with the New Fifty Two that was the last one and how it ended and then now how they starting these other DC movies still going of course they're just not anything that's technically in the same universe well come to find out that is false they've actually started their new universe which is based off Rebirth, which I don't know if you guys know how I feel about Rebirth, but I felt Rebirth was way worse than New 52 when they first started, and DC felt the same way, which is now Rebirth is basically dead, and now everything is just DCU, DC Universe. Um, So with these current movies, I know the latest one that came out, the first one that popped it off was Superman, Man of Tomorrow, that came out back in August of 2020, and that came out, you know, it was basically the or not the origin story, but like the early years of Superman, like when he mm-hmm. literally is first becoming Superman from so not I, knowing. Uh, Go ahead. Oh, so like the year one kind of thing, like you yeah, see right, year one, year two type of thing. Yeah, he's literally because you see him starting off when he's flying, he's wearing like a 
a pilot, old school pilot helmet and goggles as his uniform type thing. So, oh, I didn't even like know about this one. Okay. Yeah, that yeah that that was it was a, it was a decent film. Um, as far as like because it's early Superman, I think when they when they say that they're making sure they tell you know hey this is an early years, mm-hmm. then you can't really fault them. Like, okay, hey Superman shouldn't be getting beat like this. But then you think hey it's early Superman, he doesn't know really anything other than he has powers and he doesn't know his limits. He doesn't know. I never cool, mind cool Superman strength. getting beaten up at, by anything in the DC world. I always have a problem when they say like a Goku or like Omni Man or insert copycat Superman. Hey, here. One Punch Man would beat the shit out of Superman, don't you know? <laughs> yeah, I like, mean, <laughs> what are you gonna say? Yeah. <laughs> what's the other version of Death Battle where they don't do any research? Oh, that like it's called like DBX or something like that. Don't and they just, like that, they yeah. just throw them in there and they just yeah. Fight. Like, I I get sick of that when it's like, why do you have to have Superman lose so bad? What about a nice guy makes you so angry you want him dead? Like, because I'm like... He's too nice, James. He's too nice. I'm tired he's of nice, nice people. He's a pussy. It's, he's a pussy. It's, no, he's not. We need no, more he's Deadpool. Not. He's a... He's a... He's a I, here's a person who used to make fun of Superman as a kid. He is a good character. He just happens to be so strong that he can crush everyone in existence. <laughs> like I, I, I don't feel bad for people who like you have other options. Batman is so rich he can buy everyone in existence. Like you know, like like they're gods, and it just so happens that Superman is a top one. Goku's whole story is that he fights things stronger than him, so like he can't be stronger than Superman. Um, you know, on that note, that just made me imagine like uh, somebody doing a death battle where Batman just like buys the publisher for the other company. <laughs> and just writes himself as the winner. Yes, that would happen. I um, won because I'm Batman and I'm rich. The, but yeah, coming back to the movies, like I, I, I'll say this about um, God. I forgot the name of it. Injustice. I, I'll say this about the Injustice movie. I don't like the comic. God, I hate it. Um, I don't like the game, but. The movie will at least be in line with the the craziness that DC is trying to do. Because up until this point, I've noticed this. They're making an Injustice movie. But a lot of the plot threads, or at least the personalities of these characters from Injustice, have already been integrated in the stories of their movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Now at least they work. At least now they work. It's like you got an asshole like Superman scene. Okay, Harley Quinn for some reason is working with the good guys. Okay, it's all making sense now because at least it's an injustice. Um, And I've noticed that the Harley Quinn that they've used primarily now is the injustice Harley Quinn. Like, she's basically a character. And I don't like that now that I know that that's the reason behind it. Um, She's the emancipated, she's the emancipated, the new age Harley Quinn that where she's not (laughs) stumped on by the Joker 24-7 and always coming back. And and I don't mind that. I I think my problem is, is that Harley Quinn is now like, oh, she's a good person. It was the Joker that was evil. No, she blew up children with video games. Like she's evil. Like she's a villain. I've not heard of this. Like I oh, never knew she did that. There's a point where she takes like like video game like controllers and she like puts bombs in them. 
Like Holy he's out the children. It's kind of like how people like Poison Ivy is just a woman that was hurt, which is all true. But Poison Ivy kills children and people all the time. Like, Poison Ivy doesn't just want to save the planet. She wants to kill people because yeah. plants are more important than people there. And she wants to reclaim it. Here's, here's, right. the, here's the deal, people. This is why people like Batman villains so much. And I, I don't think people understand this. None of them are good people. They're all horrible creatures, but they are all, you're able to sympathize or even empathize with all of them because all of their origins are from a fucked up part part of their lives. Like you have a few people like Zaz and Scarecrow who are just assholes, but like the the majority of them have some... Ten. I'm sorry, sorry to cut you off, but I have to speak up for Scarecrow because yeah. he did have a fucked up childhood as well. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. He became a horrible person, though, even before he was a Scarecrow. But, like, yeah. they they each kind of have... Um, there's, a, there's a nuance to them for why they are so... The reason Poison Ivy usually kills guys first was because she was sexually harassed and raped by a dude. So, yeah, makes sense. She'll murder some motherfuckers. Um, Harley Quinn is entrapped by the Joker because she originally was a psychiatrist who was extremely intelligent, but the Joker kind of let her little dark side come out. And so she felt more free from the restrictions Mm -hmm. and stuff. And Joker, you know, abused that and took control of it. Um, you know, Clayface, he needed a job. (laughs) (laughs) He was a starving actor. Right. Like there, um, um, wasn't oh my he, goodness, um, Mr. Freeze. Wasn't the one from the animated series, wasn't he like a washout or something? Kind like of. They wouldn't hire him for like big roles anymore because he was getting old. Right, something right. like that. And the like he had like the makeup and the clay that allowed him to like shape up his face better. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Mr. Freeze, you know, jackass scientist fucked up his wife. Like <laughs> for money. Like, yeah. They they all have reasons for why they're horrible. But let's not forget. They are still horrible. The only one that gets a pass is Catwoman because she doesn't try to kill people. She just robs folks. Like, <laughs> that's about it. That's it. Um. So anyway, I went on a tangent. But, like, the the Injustice one, I, I'm going to watch it because I like looking at train wrecks. But like um, also the anime, a lot of the animated movies are kind of fun. They're fun. They're all fun except Suicide Squad movies. I hate them. But like all the speaking animated up, ones are... I gotta ask something. I gotta ask JT. Uh, uh, go ahead. I gotta say, I so so JT, <laughs> what do you think of that latest Suicide Squad trailer? Oh, I didn't even look at it. <laughs> um, I I've given up on DC movies and except for <laughs> oh, it's, it's no. a lot. As far as live action goes at this point. Is it until, that bad? And I mean, Suicide Squad itself was just well, yes. bad to me in general as far as a oh, yeah, live no, action. Completely like agree. the animated ones, animated ones, I really have no problem with. The first one the is really good. The, the first one is really good. That's only really good because it's based off the Arkham universe. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Completely agree. Completely agree. The first, the first Suicide Squad movie is really good. Good. It's great. Now, the second one. I'm gonna say it's it's good for what it is, but it's definitely not like. Is that the top. one where the the black guy is called Tiger or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That one's shit. Bronze, bronze tiger. It's bronze not a shitty tiger. one. Bronze, 
What's the real? That's his name. I know. It's so bad. It's literally someone was like, "Well, we can't use Black Panther. What do we call?" <laughs> Bronze hey, Tiger. Go ahead. Blame that on early D seventies people. Yeah, no, I know. Stuff. That's a definitely a seventies. Back movie. in the days when uh, Marvel would come out with somebody, and so DC's like, "Hmm, yep, what, what's going to be our do. version?" And DC would come out with somebody. Marvel's like, "Hmm." What's going to be our version? Yeah. I think my favorite, by the way, is a tangent, is when Jim Starlin thought Darkseid was really cool. Yes. So he made and Thanos. Thanos. Oh. And then DC thought Thanos was really cool, so they made <laughs> Despero. Oh. It was a derivative of a derivative. What is, um, what's the guy, I always forget his name, but he's literally Spider-Man. But he's a villain. Oh, uh, what is his Am- name? Ambush Bug, that one? The one no, that's no, like no, 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 you're talking about in DC? They've been using him a lot more lately for some reason. You're talking about, I think his name is the, is it spy, Spider or something? Black Spider? Black Spider or, or something like that, yeah, yeah, yeah. because yeah, he's, in, he's in Assault on Arkham. He's in yeah, that. it kills me whenever I see this dude. I'm like, we, you are like a D-list villain, like at best. Like, they just put you in there because people will be like, is that Spider-Man? Right. He's like um, the combination of the Prowler and Spider-Man. Yes. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um, anyway, we went on a weird um, but, comic book Go ahead, Dustin. Oh, yeah, yeah, Injustice. sorry. So, I'll get back to the news. So, yeah, Injustice movie coming 2022, hopefully, I'm assuming by... Since they announced it, then they literally just announced it back in um, mid to late May. So, I'm assuming we'll probably have a trailer for it, hopefully by December, and then we'll probably have an actual movie by... Uh, Hopefully by spring or spring or early summer of 2022, because currently out right now we have they just released Batman Long Halloween. Um, again, this is all part of slightly part of being that, the re- the rebirth of of uh, the new DC animated universes. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's in that same kind of continuity with Superman. They haven't brought anything together yet, but you can kind of tell it's in the same continuity from the first they did Superman. Um, what I was just talking about, Man of Tomorrow, and then the one previously that just came out about a month or two ago, um, Justice Society, with is basically the Flash and Justice Society, where the Flash is in present day with the current Superman of Tomorrow movie. He's there. Uh, basically, you see Superman like, oh, oh, it's the same one, cool, same drawing, same voice after everything. Flash is doing his thing. He wants to help out. Like this is so early where Justice League hasn't been created yet. And Flash just seeing Superman, I think like Brainiac is attacking, Flash helps Superman, somehow ends up transporting himself, like he no does, because he does he's this is still young new Flash, mm-hmm. transporting himself to the time period of nineteen forties during World War Two, but also it is <laughs> he comes to figure out I don't want to spoil it, but figure out he's basically in he's on Earth too. He's not even on the same Earth okay. anymore. Okay. Yeah, that that makes that goes with classic DC though, because like you already lost when me. they uh, <laughs> this is gonna be yeah, lost me Earth too. It just it's yeah. just it's an AU basically. Like when uh, Superman was originally For, around, you know, like in the forties. Just to help everyone so, out, AU means alternative universe. Just so yes, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah. thank you, thank yeah. you. James. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, basically what it is is when when um, Superman was around in like the forties. Eventually, DC realized that like that was weird. Because why is Superman still like around now if he's around in like the forties? 
Yeah. And Batman, right. same with Batman, same with Green Arrow. Mm-hmm. And so they basically like moved all the stuff from the 40s, which was the Justice Society, which is what the comics were with the original team with Superman and Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, they moved that all to a different like universe with like where all that happened in like the 40s instead. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. so that's that movie. That's when it basically comes go after going back and looking at it, you've seen that they're both part of the rebirth. So now Lo- Batman Long Halloween, I'm not sure if that's going to be um, included in this thing because they are still doing those single off one hand movies that have mm-hmm. that's tied to nothing. I tend but to I did those. I did watch Long Halloween and it's set up like how they did the Dark Knight where it's part one, part two. Part one came out just within this past week. Part two comes out in late July or early August, Question. I believe. Question about uh, this so, movie. Yes. Is it Cause okay, I remember reading Long Halloween the comic. There's not a lot of action in it. It's correct. Very, very much like a detective comic book. Yes. Is yes. the movie much more like like that? The movie is more side more geared to the detective side of things for Batman because this is okay. kind of the this is the the comic essentially that shows that Batman has to become a detective. It shows that side of showing this is still early. Bruce Wayne is Batman where he's just really kind of dealing with he's dealing with the mafia still slightly uh-huh. he has touched on to of course his psycho villains his you no know, Joker Catwoman there uh, everybody they're all in play but it's still to the point of where early enough where he is still on the when it comes to being a detective mm-hmm it's not as simple as you all. He's not the world's greatest detective, right? Right. Okay. Cool. Cool. Okay. Yeah, I really like the Long Halloween. So I'm it's really good. It. It's really good. I bought my brother the comic years ago. Why don't I have a copy? Uh, like, <laughs> I brought my little brother a copy years ago, um, and it's one of the best Batman comics. Um, so, so. That's going on with comic news. I do have a little bit other news. Do I have other news? I like to say Suicide Squad. Not really. Did see the new trailer. Of course, they replaced um, Will Smith with Idris Elba. They say due to conflicting schedules. I'm assuming that because Will Smith said, oh, that movie sucks. You're not going to bring me back for a second one. Um, it's weird to me that he's Bloodsport, but he basically is Deadshot. He's just Deadshot. Yes, he's Deadshot. <laughs> he's just Deadshot. Yeah, like- they, just, they just made him a different character, but he's got the same backstory. He's still got a daughter who's like, you know... He's trying to take He's care all of. about targeting and aiming. Um, yeah. What were you going to say, mm-hmm. Arnold? Uh, is that Bloodsport like a, a known villain or is he made just Yeah, a he's a Superman villain. Like his, his yeah. big deal, which people apparently freaked out about, is like they mentioned in the new trailer that he put Superman in the ICU with a kryptonite bullet, which is straight from the comics. Like, right, it's, a, it's straight from, yeah, straight from mm-hmm. the comics. Like, But what kind of, what tier of villain he is? Very uh, he's like D. Yeah. He's D. He's D tier. Okay. <laughs> he is, so... He's a Nate, lesser dead shot. <laughs> yeah, he's a lesser dead shot. When your name he, is, you Bloodsport, know what he is. He he's we got we have dead shot at home. <laughs> you don't need that dead shot. We got dead shot at home. I don't like Bloodsport. Like it's 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 legit. Like not the fact that both of y'all are saying this. I have to look at this trailer now because I've seen it on. It pops up, and I'm like, I'm not gonna click on well, this. Like, it's hard. the fact this this trailer really focuses on more so. Idris being bloodshot and like oh given who he is versus the last trailer before that, you essentially find out what it is that they're fighting, mm-hmm. and it, it once again reveals the whole big what's the big baddie kind of thing going on. Yeah. So <sighs> that's why I'm not even that interested. Now that I know 
My, what it is that they're fighting. Now that you know that they're fighting Starro. Yeah, Are they? Like, yeah, they're yes. fighting Starro. Oh my Starro. fucking god. Like, um, but tell me, so is Starro not the most James Gunn villain choice? Okay, like, okay. Yeah, let's hold up real quick here and stop defending fucking James Gunn for being silly. Look, I get it. He's a quirky guy. <laughs> but motherfucker, they're the suicide. Like, Okay, uh, he just wanted to make another Guardians movie. He really did. Yeah, because that's exactly what it he is. just wanted. Like, and and whoa. Okay, I get really upset about this shit because it's applauding mediocrity. Like he's just recycling the same shit. And Starro, yes, he's cute. He's adorable. Oh, look at the big thing. But it's like he's dumb. Like he's he's. I will say though that episode of Batman Beyond with Star that was a good thing. That was a good episode. Like, I would uh, say he it, it's the thing like he's not it's not that Starro's even dumb. It's the fact that <laughs> for Starro for his type of villain, we you know Starro. Yeah, like you, you need, need a you need something of some type of superness why, involved why, outside of a suicide squad. Right. Too. Why are the suicide squad yeah, tackling? It's this? sort of a weird thing. They yeah, are supposed really to choice. be they're supposed to be a group of villains doing something that they don't want to do and like shenanigans ensue. Yeah, it's supposed to be things like, hey, we want this dictator in this fictional country assassinated. Yes, because... we don't want anyone knowing that the U.S. did it. Right. So we'll hire some supervillains and be like, oops, looks like some supervillains killed that dude. I would sign up to watch that. Like, I... Man, they need to just make the Dirty Dozen, except goofy super super villains you know what i mean right it's it's for me it is it is amazing that that dc is really bad at doing villain team-ups when they have the stronger villains but marvel Mm -hmm. can do things like the sinister six or the hellfire club just easy like right um it's i i don't understand that and now that you guys have told me that it's starro like I already know. Uh, this is Arnold be asking who and what where. Starro is there. a giant star that can literally. It's a, it's little, a starfish. Yes, it's a starfish. It's a starfish it's a that attaches to your face and controls your mind. Imagine, oh wait, hold on. I think about is there such Superman? Yeah, what there's the animated. Uh, yeah. Yes, Batman Beyond. Yeah. They have he's in there, and he's also in a few other little small points in like Justice League. Yeah, like not. I don't think he does in Young Justice. I think he does in. Oh, well, they might use Justice him in Young League. Justice. That's right. It's in Justice yeah. League, mm-hmm. and it's a weird choice too for Suicide Squad because, like, what makes Starro a threat in as much as Starro is a threat mm-hmm. is when you get him on like Superman yes. or Wonder Woman, who's like really dangerous, right? And then you have to have somebody like Batman or the Flash or somebody's trying to like defuse the situation and having to deal with like a more powerful teammate you know what like I mean? when it's suicide squad i see things like oh he's attached to harley quinn but her mind's so broken that he can't control her yeah and like, yeah and stuff although like i will that. say they're also using the giant one a lot which is sort of like you could have done this with, you know what i mean yeah like it it makes me feel like james gunn definitely has an appreciation for the weirder part of comics which is mm-hmm. great that's good they should be exposed more but it makes me wonder like does james gunn have an ability to like understand what works together yes you know and because because think about it you know the 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 last guardians movie was just this they're just fighting the planet 
Like, yeah. and, mm-hmm. and I remember watching the, the, the Last Guardians movie going, okay, these jokes are fine, but there's no substance to this movie. Yeah. You know, like, there was a few good, like, scenes, mm-hmm. but as a whole, the movie was sort of, it was, it was if, there. If Drax and the, the alien girl with the antenna were in there, I probably wouldn't even like the movie. Because half the movie that was good was him insulting her for no good reason at all. Poor, yeah. poor Mantis. Like, poor it Mantis. was like, it was like, <laughs> there was no reason for his insults, but she just got insulted the whole time. And it was so funny with right. some of her reactions, because she's just like... She's, she doesn't know what she, she, she's genuinely hurt, but Drax is genuinely being honest and not even in a mean way. He's no, just he's just like, what's on his brain? <laughs> and like, and that's what I'm trying to say is that like the Suicide Squad movie is. It's going to be. It just um, Alba is an actually good actor. Yeah, he, he's a genuinely good actor. Why is he in this? Yeah, Margot Robbie is a genuinely she's good She's a great actor. actress. She's good. I don't know why she's still doing Harley Quinn. I just don't get it. Anyway, um, moving on. Yeah, Go ahead. Yeah, so that's we have we have that Suicide Squad, all that crowd. So DC, <laughs> other than that, DC is um, they're kind of still staying steady. I would say I they definitely took a little, I would say a little high hiatus with the whole after Dark Side Apocalypse War. They're slowly bringing things back up to speed. Like they usually, they you do usually give us about two to three animated movies a year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think they're going back in a still slightly good direction with their animated stuff. I am interested to see where it's all leading up to, seeing how they are saying this new continuity is will be basically based off Rebirth, which mm-hmm. as we, I don't know if you guys know, but again, Rebirth kind of, like I say, kind of sucked, ended it. And the way Rebirth Endo, which is my hope, this would be this would make my dreams. I know I probably have about another three or four or five years possibly till I see this. Mm-hmm. But the Batman who laughs. Oh my god. That is the only thing I can say good that came from Rebirth. Uh, and that's when they ended it. Are you are you slept on it? I I am very slept. I'm so I'm narcoleptic on he, like, he's Rip Van Winkle over here. I'm oh like, my god. I hate the Batman who laughs. It's like someone it I just imagine someone in a room going, What's the best thing about DC? Batman and the Joker. Alright. How do we make money? Let's combine it. And I'm like It's what we've been wanting for years. I have what never wanted this. What would happen? Because they've always touched on it. Batman going a little dark. Batman yes. losing control. But they never went to this far left of, it, of giving up to where he is. Like they gave us Owlman. Great. That's a dark Batman. He yeah, has exactly. control. We don't need, that that's we don't a, need that's as far as I Batman needed. Because that man no, was named Owlman. <laughs> but that's the thing. Owlman, yes, he's a dark, bad version of Batman. But he's still nowhere to the touching the level but, okay. of... Hear me out. I, Batman who laughs. That's like... That's like when they put Doctor Octavius in Peter Parker's body. Oh, freaking you don't, Spider-Man! You, you don't need that. Like it's you don't sure. need it, but it did. They did it. We don't want and it, and it's not good. Like, now I will say. Now I will say this: <laughs> Batman who laughs is way better than Doc Ock inside Spider-Man. Well, it's, it's not very far to go. Superior. Like it's 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 not far to go. Now, like, as you, far as the story. Uh-huh. Though where they where they started off with on how we got introduced to the Batman who laughs because it's not like they say okay this is the Batman who laughs and he's behind all this da da da, da. Yeah. it was they kept doing the normal 
bigger power, bigger power, bigger power. Who's bigger than Dark Side? Who's bigger than New Guys? Who's bigger than the Source Wall? All that. We got to that, and then we got into the whole Batman doing his. This is like basically the end of Rebirth, like Batman having the Joker locked away down in the cave. Because the whole thing about Rebirth was interesting for Batman's story was, okay, all this has happened. Where the hell is the Joker? Like he hasn't shown they in Rebirth they didn't show him basically at all right. until the very end when he was like, oh. He's locked up underneath, deep you, underneath the Batcave. <laughs> do you think the reason people like it is just the fact of that it was a reveal? Because I have always noticed that a lot of people like a lot of things because it has a reveal or a plot twist. It doesn't make mm-hmm. it good. Mm-hmm. It's just that it exists. For instance, I know I ranted on that. I won't go too hard into it again. People really love Invincible because there's a twist, or at least it's a twist for them. And... That doesn't make it a good story. Twists are not what makes stories good. Stories are what makes stories good. Like correct. If I twists told are, you, twists are part of a larger whole. If I told yeah, you I'm making you a pizza and then you bit into it and it had like hot <laughs> ice cream in it and like <laughs> I like There's... like cut up strawberries to look like oh pepperoni and then I put like garlic and onions on top of that and you were like this is disgusting and I get in your face and go no it's fucking delicious you thought it was a pizza this whole time but it isn't a pizza so that makes it good it's like no no it makes it bad and you lied to me like I think <laughs> well you just would you use the pizza have you seen that that person like made a commercial or like it's a lady and a husband, and she's like, look, it's the almost pizza. And he's like, so it's pizza. No, it's almost like pizza, but it's little differences. And it's like, it ends up being like a glass pizza. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's my point, is that I don't want to take away something that someone enjoys, but people typically will argue up and down with me about things that are probably honestly just okay. Like, I, I'll, I'll give people the benefit of the doubt. Sometimes I can hyperbolize, but, like, it's probably just okay. But people talk about it as if it is the grand dawning of a new era of quality stuff. And it's like, I'm sorry that you get surprised easily. But it's I not, I will say... And I'm not saying you do, I'm just saying twist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not going to say it's the twist of having the Batman who laughs because they were showing us other... They showed us, like, where they were doing, where they were kind of going with the whole dark multiverse thing like we already knew about the whole multiverse for dc just like that we had before for marvel but the thing when they did the the ultimate twist was was mm-hmm. when they said it's the dark side of the multiverse like yeah we got all this multiverse over here all these different worlds we know about great but guess what there's a dark side to each one of these worlds there's an optic for every world we have over here that shows this there's a dark evil side to it that has to exist as well, that exists on a different plane that no one really knows about except for these ancient, ancient beings, which were basically the anti-monitor, the yeah. monitor and, and their mother. And guess, once they got to that yeah. and they showed how they hit it, like how Batman's the bat sit sign or just bat has always been around and stuff like that. And like saying, well, initially it's really evil. Mm-hmm. So once they got to that level, and they started showing us the dark multiverse of all the different Batmans. They were cool. Like they had the the Flash version, dark evil Flash version of Batman. They had the Green Lantern Batman, the Doomsday Batman. Like they had all the different little Batmans that, that basically what happened where he took over. He decided to do something on a darker path. 
And yeah. then when they show the Batman who laughs, at first it was like, okay, yeah, that's a new Batman getting taken over by Joker serum. Like, because I, I immediately thought of uh, basically Batman, uh, the Arkham series, when right. in Arkham City and how it ended Arkham Knight, where he has basically serum injected into him. Versus now, I didn't go this time, they actually took it to that full length of this is what would happen if Batman doesn't save himself type thing. Yeah, like, it's kind of, and it's kinda, the story of like, kind of like this is how dark he really could go if he were to succumb to the same twistedness of the Joker. Because it's not like he's becoming the Joker, like they he's kinda, just becoming his own version. He's of becoming what would his happen. own right, and which is always stayed to say that is one of the most probably evilest thing that could happen if Batman would, you know, they've always well, said yeah, Batman whenever Batman ever goes evil, goes we're all evil they're all screwed because no one can out-strategize him in DC, apparently, or whatever. So, I mean, all, all Superman has to do is go to the sky and then laser beam him to death. <laughs> you, yeah, yeah, simple stuff like that, right? And I love I love the fact that I do love Batman, or at least the writers for him, how they make him say, like, I know I can't truly beat Superman. He wanted to, he can crush me in a second. But the difference between me and him is that he's genuinely a good person, and I'm not. <laughs> like, okay, he's not a good and person anymore. What do you mean? I get, I, I like all that, and I, I won't, I won't belabor it for too long. Um, but what all I'll say is this: I think I am probably like a checked out. No, well, not just checked out. I think I'm one of those old people that's like. Why are my super like my superheroes were already complex? They were already deep in nuance. Like, you know, Peter Parker was really smart and was a great superhero, but he was a low tier superhero and was broke all the time and always had relationship problems. Mm -hmm. Um, are you know, um, Green Lantern, the black one, like he was a great Green Lantern, he was a very big military man, but like he always struggled within his community to make it work, or he always struggled with like, you know, um, like especially in Justice League, you know, with his relationships and stuff like that. Superman, perfect person essentially as far as powers go and is generally good, but then his interrelationships with his friends is usually off, um, because of oh well i take that back even his interrelationships are really good his problem is always like when it comes to throwing down fully like being afraid of what he could become you know mm -hmm. um stuff like that batman always tiptoeing the line when you start having like batman go over the line superman kills a joker it's like well now now we're just doing like the high school fantasy of like what if everyone like just starts shanking each other in the dc universe and yeah. it it to me it doesn't create good writing it may create fun set pieces you know it's like oh look at that it's cool but it doesn't stimulate my brain as much i'm like if i wanted to look at a bunch of people Go who would win in a fight situations? I watch anime. You know, See, I, and I say that's that, and that's why I do like say the Batman who laughs because instead instead of everyone just brawling like how it would be an injustice, Batman who laughs brought in the piece of I'm gonna make this a more psychological thriller than you ever thought it could be as far as his plots and plans because initially he wasn't the one. Yes, he was a key instrument of the whole Dark Knight. Um, dark metal um, mm -hmm. saga, 
he was a key key instrument of it. But then after that, you come to find out he's been doing way more, just like a normal Batman would do, but on a Joker level. And it gets to the point of you having Batman kind of truly fighting himself, and like who can be the who can be the better Batman, like the one who has the unlimited um, takes no holds bar way with Joker, or the one that still has to has his limits but has to find a way to win within those limits of fighting someone like himself basically fighting himself with no limits okay yeah i get your point i get your point i'll i will table that for later because we could keep going into this one right um, right right um, i'm thinking that's all my news really i know all that was a lot of news but yeah sorry <laughs> oh no no you you've you injected comic books into the situation and me and Dustin are going to get excited and we're just going to go nuts <laughs> about this. Um, um, I was, Dustin and Arnold, you guys can do what you've been up to and then I'll close out. Arnold, uh, go ahead. Uh, I haven't you. had much. I've been very busy at work, but I played uh, a little bit of uh, Diddy Kong or Donkey Kong Country uh, 2. I like how you can tell what yeah. Arnold, Arnold, Arnold focus is on. It's like Diddy Kong Country here. Diddy Kong is the thing. I, Diddy Kong Country is the best country. That is. <laughs> they that vote is for Diddy favorite. Kong here, not Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong Country 2 is the best one, but I have a soft spot, and my favorite will always be the one with Dixie Kong, but I just like her with her little propeller. Two, right? And three? She's in two, but she's the main character in three. Yeah, that's right, because they go Donkey Kong and Diddy, and then Diddy and, and Dixie, Dixie, and then Dixie, Dixie and. and um, the baby Kong. I do not like Kitty. Kitty Kong. Kitty Kong, Kong is fine. He looks so weird, man. Got yeah, a little little one piece. If it, if it ain't if it ain't Diddy or Donkey, they don't matter. <laughs> That's true. I like I do I do admit okay. liking some of the weird ones in, in Donkey Kong sixty four too. Oh, those fucking weird ones, but I love them too. I love all the yeah. Kongs. I love the Junkie Kong. Kong, so strong but yet so nervous about everything. <laughs> oh yes, I love it. Um, but okay, cool, cool. It's a good game. It is a good game. Good music. Um, anything else, Arnold? Um, uh, I've also progressed a lot, a lot further in uh, my audible, uh, my audible book. Okay. Uh, I just gotta say, it's gotta be rough if you work, uh, if you have like the original company, like so, like you know how there's Nintendo of Japan and Nintendo of America. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Nintendo of Japan was first. Right. Uh, from what I've read, well, this is more about Sega, but like from what I've read, from what I've read. Uh, it's it was really rough apparently. Yes, <laughs> being part of Sega of America when yes. Sega Japan's like you can't do nothing. I tell you what you do, and then they it fails, and then Sega Japan's like it's your fault. It failed. You guys want to know one reason Sonic is why he is like a lot of Sega of America, <laughs> Sega of America, and Son- Sega of Japan taking things away though. Like there's a lot behind like the tragedy that is the Sonic franchise when it breaks it down between the two regions. Gonna be I a guess, video Sonic, essay one day, the tragedy Sonic, of the Sonic franchise. <laughs> Sonic would not have been what he is today if it wasn't for Sega of no, America. No, yes. Sega of America made Sonic what he is. However... Appa- apparently, the- Sega of Japan's rendition of him was he was green. He had fangs and claws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He looked nothing like he well, looked he like Blanca. today. So guess what? You know, what you know what the funny thing is? They made that Sonic in a comic book, and he stayed around for a while. They made he was the alter ego um, version of Sonic. He was called like, like Slash or something like that. Oh, that must Sonic. Very, very nineties, and he was like, he was an asshole, but he never, he didn't, he never mind like, um, 
um, like going full throttle and like kicking people's ass. So yeah, like I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. At I feel all. like the Sonic comic for a while just was like, "Hey, we found this cool concept art. It's like I'm putting it in the comic. It's like, yeah, what? <laughs> putting it in the comic. The fans will enjoy it. But yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay. All okay. right. Um, I have been reading uh, King the the King of Fighters manga that I mentioned a while back. I picked up several volumes of it because there was a bookstore near near work this week, so I was working in a different location. Um, but um, yeah, I've been reading it. It's pretty good. I enjoy it. It's fun. Um, the, the art is good. Um, it's goofy. It's not like you know master masterful storytelling, but they do a good job of turning King of Fighters into a uh, into a comic you know mm-hmm. um yeah it's fun um matchups are fun i expected initially to be very shonen-esque and that we have our main character and they win all their fights and it's really clean cut because they're the main character but it's not been that way they've been doing some interesting things with some of the uh the, the teams mm-hmm. okay. okay and it just it keeps going back to shune who was the main character of uh, 14 which is what it's based on um mm-hmm. but it's not really like it's about him but it's about everybody really so Okay. Yeah. Nice. Um, otherwise, playing some mobile games uh, a little bit as always. Uh, Guilty Gear Strive. I'm trying to pick out a main. I've been playing that. Played yeah, a lot. I've been watching. I've been watching Dustin play. Um, it's fun. It's fun to watch. It's fun yeah, to watch. it's very very pretty game. Mm-hmm. Very fun game. Very different than Fighters because Fighter they're both Arxis, but they're very different games. Not just in the characters, but also in how it plays. Because Fighters slower. is very very fast. I and, love it. <laughs> and strive is feel strive feels big and slow, but not in a bad way. It feels like heavy. Like everything it, seems like it hits really hard. It does feel much chunkier than um, fighters, and yeah, like you said, not necessarily in a bad way. I like both um, speeds. I love fighters for the hyper speed, and, and I think it fits yeah, in fighters because it's Dragon mm-hmm. Ball Z. Yeah, so, it's supposed to be like zipping around and disappearing and yeah. like hitting people a bunch of times. Yeah. But I are... like that they gave them such different identities even in just how they feel. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a very good one. Okay. I think that's it for me, mostly. Um, I'll be really quick. I've been playing more of Trails from Zero. Really good RPG. I've, because I'm me, I've been guessing who's the bad guy in every chapter of the game. Did I'm you get almost, us right? I'm almost just, always right. I just think, as Keikaku. They actually almost got me on one where I, I figured out who the bad guy was. Then, because things kept happening, I was like, oh, okay. They're not the bad guy. And then it was. And I was like, so I was still right, you bastard. Um, it's they, good. Missed, they, they got you off the trail. They threw that red herring at you. Mm. And um, it's still good, though. It's... It's a, I always like the writing in these games. There are moments that make me laugh. It's very anime. Like there's always a situation where the main guy, like people are thinking he's hitting on girls when he's not, and so the main girl in the party is always angry with them. Stuff like that. Um, very anime. There's a mysterious thing about the the womanizer character in the group. He's not really a womanizer. He just flirts a lot, and he like he's supposed to be this super badass fighter, but they haven't revealed it. I know it's going to happen later. Um, it's, it's good. It's good. I like JRPG, so it fits for me. Um, I've been playing this game this morning called Deepest Sword. It is a free-to-play indie game that uses physics. 
um, as his main platform, and you get around using a sword, and you're a little knight. Um, it's pixelated, it's stupid, it's fun, it's very difficult near the end, because the sword keeps getting longer and longer every time you die. <laughs> um, and they keep making penis jokes, because the whole point is that you're supposed to stab this dragon in her back, and it's a woman, and the first the first thing you unlock when you stab her the first time is, is like just the tip. And then she'll be like, I don't even feel that. Or is anything like that. It's all these things. Um, it's fun. It's a good game. Um, I enjoyed it. Finally, I finished Dark Phoenix. It's bad. Um, it's bad? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you were there. I was there. It, it's bad. It's, um, it's pretty bad, man. It's, it's bad. bad enough that Arnold was wait, like, wait. oh, it's that thing. Before you even go into how bad it is, let me, let me just go ahead and point out the only good thing about Dark Phoenix. And the only good thing about Dark Phoenix is the what always is the only good thing about these sorry ass ass man movies. His glorious one, Magneto. No. Um, Magneto. He's, like he's, he's all he's, right. You talking about the scene with the guns? Huh? You talking about the scene with the guns? Yeah, just the train. Yeah. The, mm, yeah. When she first shows up and and he is she's he's trying to kill helicopters? Oh and yeah. He's like, he's like get out of here. <laughs> it's pretty funny they're fighting over throwing a helicopter and it's because you know they're acting there's no actual helicopter in front of them it's just Michael Fassbender yelling <laughs> it's, just, it's it's good um, yes Michael Fassbender is an excellent actor and he portrays Magneto perfectly as always um, I personally like Professor X this is one of those movies where and I hate this with X-Men they keep trying to make Professor X sound like an asshole like they always want professor x to be the bad guy and i'm like you are aware that most of these kids would have been murdered by now if it wasn't for him like by their own family members no less like professor xavier is not the worst person on earth he um, he's definitely not he's not he's not psychotic like batman where he's in putting that children in immediate danger and training so like because they at least have some form of a power he does train them now i will say though for the way they portray him in this movie he definitely got a little too no, big for his no business. not at all you mean you mean when he's like oh you know gene you murdered your mom so i'm going to not make you live through that trauma right now oh no not even that not even that because that that part to me is not that that's fine honestly like he's saving, he's really saving her, her, and everyone else, people, yep. yeah, everyone else who she encounters from what's the, dying, what's the other part then? It's, the it's, it's not that part. It's it's the part of him pushing her, put them with him with the constant pushing. Go help, go help, go help. No, that's fine to me. I actually think that's okay. And and here's the reason I say that they are essentially superheroes. Um yes. and. They have the means to help people in because, you know, X-Men is an allegory for racism and um, anti-LGBT stuff. They have the ability to help people um, and they, they can do it. And yes, I understand why some X-Men have a problem with it. Mystique opening her mouth was the issue for me. Anyone else could have said anything. But Mystique is always like, we're always hiding. We're always helping them. I was like, okay, first off, you are a villain. Second off, you are always transforming into your white form. Please shut up. 
Like, dude, you are like, not the mystique that I grew up with. Like, yeah, true. Uh, that true. Wait, was mystique so a different? Blue. Well, she's blue, right? Normally, well, no, no. Blue. What I mean by that is, is that mystique, Our mystique has always been evil. She ain't never been. Oh, I think I want to be. I'm gonna be good, and I think I'm gonna be a little bad, and now I'll be good again, like, like they do in the movie. Like it's always been. No, you're. I'm evil because they treat me right. shit as a child because I'm blue, right. and so now I say fuck humanity, just like Magneto. Like Magneto, like she's very steadfast in her ideals, and she she does actions. She doesn't complain. You know, like Mystique. Mystique played like three mutant groups, or herself in like original X Men to get what she needed to get. Like Mystique answered to no one, but the mm-hmm. movie Mystique is all like. Oh my god! What are you doing? And I'm like, shut up! Like, like when they when they get into a fight, what are you doing? You're turning into an enemy combatant, maybe. Like pinging because she's AFK, James. What do you mean? Right? She's not. She's <laughs> not useful at all. And I I think it was just because Jennifer Lawrence demanded a large budget. She was an act, a big actress at the time, and I understand all that. But from a narrative perspective, she she came off as self-righteous. Everyone mm. came off as self-righteous to Professor X. And it's like, he's just doing... He's honestly doing the best he can. Like True. I would just say the part with the whole... Them going to space, like I said, it's not like... I felt... I understood where Mystique was coming from at that point of saying, Hey, we are still... These are still kids. You know, yes, they you have to do a lot. But you ain't never sent them to anything like this space, and you don't okay. even know what this is. That so why a, are you sending us? <laughs> that was a bad writing moment because in the original comic, they're all adults, you right. know. But they needed True. to get they needed to get them to space somehow. They had to follow the comic somewhat, but because, right. because they right. wanted to make all these actors young and attractive, they had to have young Jean Grey. Um, which, by the way, they should have murdered her. They should have just let Magneto kill her because. Jean Grey in this movie was I hate Jean Grey already yeah. but like she was the worst um, I honestly don't think Magneto could kill her in Dark Phoenix mode <laughs> he could have before she transformed just oh, man. Oh, you, oh, you. you can't do anything if anyone has the deus ex machina power right right <laughs> Dark true. Phoenix is one of they the worst the power of plot armor Dark Phoenix is one of the worst things Marvel ever did it's as, it's bad, as, as bad as, as the Phoenix. lady from Marvel don't count Marvel Wait, do you mean the comic or do you mean the movie? No, no. Um, Dark Force as an entity um, oh, okay. is the same as the Speed Force for me. It's like, oh, we fucked up. How can we rewrite this? Oh, we'll just use this, this little power here. True. At least Flash has to run faster. <laughs> he <laughs> has to put in some effort. Work to, for it. He has to put in some effort and he has to live with his consequence. <laughs> exactly. Yep. And he has to eat. And also he has to contest with the other... What's the reverse Flash? Um, oh reverse my gosh. That's just his name. Professor Zoom. He goes by yeah, yeah. Zoom. Oh, but he is called no, Reverse Flash. Yeah, he's just yeah, called yeah. He, he goes by Reverse Flash, but you have different Reverse. You have like okay. three different Reverse Flashes. The yeah. one, the main one would be Thorn, not yeah. Zoom. Okay. Yeah. Well, like Zoom, so, yeah, Zoom is um, Barry's Reverse Flash. Mm, Thorn okay. is. No, I'm sorry. Zoom is wally's reverse flash yeah. Bear, and dawn is barry's reverse flash yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so like at least like and when flash has to go and attempt to chase something there's someone who can contest them to make it harder which is zoom yeah yeah phoenix yeah. is 
Phoenix is just like, oh, you're Magneto, I'll compete with you in this one. Oh, you're Professor X, I'll compete with you in this one. Ah, uh, you're Magneto, you, you specialize in, t- you know, anything that's metal, I'm better. I'm better. I can do anything you can do, and it's just that's what I. That's my whole thing, and it's oh, please someone. Like, you're 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 Diet Coke. I'm Ashley Coke. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but okay, okay. Um, I'll stop there. Didn't like it, but I'm probably gonna try to catch up on some of these um, DC animated movies later on. Um, I just gotta say though, mm-hmm. what the the Beast was just as useless. Oh yeah. Oh Always. oh. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I may have been crapping on Mystique the most, but that's because they put her on screen a lot. Until I liked the screen. idea of Beast, and he don't do anything. Well, in the movie. Beast in the comics in the original animated cartoon knows his place. He's like, yeah, he he's knows like a exactly scientist, what he dude. can do. He's a scientist that if he needs to fight, he can, but he doesn't have to fight. As a matter of fact, <laughs> almost every scene where a fight's about to go down in the cartoon, he's like, "Can we not do this?" Like, that's like, like you don't you don't see that though in the movie at all. That man's like, "I'm about to go." Yeah, the, the, the character, the beast character in the um, movies is horrible. Like he's horrible. Um, and, uh, and and I don't blame the actors for any of this. I really feel it was a lot of direction, poorly done mm, direction, yeah. um, writing and writing. But it was really really bad. Um, but anyway, going from comics to comics, let's jump into our key item. Um, key items, everyone knows, is part of the podcast where we talk about, well, the key item in the topic of today. There has been a lot of comic talk. Get ready for more comic talk because what I wanted to discuss, put out there for everyone here, is the concept of secret identities or alter egos, if you will, in primarily comic books, but it can be in other things, and the importance of them um, are the the necessity. I, and I guess I'll lead off with that. Do you guys feel that secret identities are a necessity in comic books? Yes. That was a very quick response and straight up answer. Why do you think they're necessary, Justin? So, and most, as we know, our most popular comic book heroes and even or villains, the more popular ones, other than taking Superman, at times... They start off as regular, ordinary people. They already have their lives set up as is, as a regular, normal person. And then something changes to where they decide to become a hero. And so I say you need that separateness, that that line between the two, so that person can still continue about their ordinary life that they've been living with forever and try to continue, just like Peter Parker. That's why we love Peter Parker. Because he, like I said, he started off as a normal guy, normal teenager, nerd, smart, broke, didn't really know how to do it, handle girls like that, even though he, for some reason, got them. Uh, but that was his life already. Then he be, had, he got powers and had to decide to become Spider-Man while also still being who he normally is as Peter Parker versus someone like Superman who was just born 
Superman. He was born with powers, but always knowing he had he was different from everyone else. So his secret identity is truly Clark Kent versus everyone else's being. Well, I meant vice versa. So versus someone was... like Peter Parker being Spider Man, like. Superman is Clark Kent right, right, versus right. Peter Parker is Spider-Man, something like that. Yeah, yeah, And I guess my question is, when you were bringing up Peter Parker, and this is a good one for it, is that... So, my counter-argument for this is twofold. Most of... Uh, and, um... Actually, no, no, no. I'll, I'll come back to my counter-argument. I'm going to okay. let Dustin and Arnold, what are your opinions on the first? Then I'll come back to the counter-argument. So, secret identities is in general... Yeah, like, or, yeah, like, in general, like, do you feel that they're needed or, like, not? I mean, or, mm-hmm. just look at the Incredibles movie. <laughs> as they, soon as their identities you know? are found, their house is ransacked. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, fucking the guy who who wanted to commit suicide. Oh, no, Mr. Incredible, stop me. I wanted to die. Like, what? Oh, yeah, and he sued him. And he, he sued him. Yeah. Of course he needed a secret identity. Yeah, yeah. people out here. That's true. That's true. Um. Like, yeah. Oh, go ahead, Dustin. I was gonna say I think there's a lot of story potential in them. Um, mm-hmm. a lot of times, um, especially, um, Peter Parker and Spider-Man is one that really comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, really clearly because there's so many stories that have been told, taking advantage of that double life and the fact that he can't tell people and get people in danger. Um, but that also causes him problems in his normal life, like. I can't tell people I'm Spider-Man because then people go after Mary Jane or Gwen Stacy or Aunt May or whoever, you know, is around him at the time. Um, but at the same time, he's also like, oh, I was out being Spider-Man. And so I missed my date. And now she's really mad at me. Or, oh, I, delivery. I missed my job interview because uh, because I was being Spider-Man. So and, and here my counter argument. I agree with everything y'all are saying, by the way. But this is me just kind of speaking for someone who may have a counter argument to this. Well, I agree in some regards. One, I will say this. Do you not think secret identities typically hamstring the series? Because most of what Dustin just said is true, but it's the focal point of Spider-Man. Like, mm-hmm. his almost entire, every arc is because he just can't tell people who he is. Yeah. Like, it's the main, all of his, his, his issues are from when, and whenever he does reveal who he is, it sets off a whole other bomb. Like, it's like, he, he's damned if he does, he's damned if he doesn't. And it's just like, um, it makes you wonder, like, would it be easier if he just, like, stopped doing yeah. it? And I, I don't think it would. I think it would make more problems. I think, wasn't there an arc where he, like, even did that? Like, yes. he's like, like, oh, Peter Parker's dead, and I'm just yeah. going to be Spider-Man all the time. Yeah, yeah, he did this before. Um, He's done yeah. it a few times, and he, like, it pays off for a little bit, then it gets really bad. But like, and here's he realizes a, that it's basically then like living your job twenty four seven. But here's my other bigger counter argument, and this may be coming okay. into an area of privilege. Now that I think about this, there are superheroes who have no secret identity: Iron Man, Fantastic Four, and the Number entire X Men group. Like none of them have it, but they are all funded by money. Yeah, right. I was like, just thinking about that. It's um, because sorry, I mean, uh, like later on, the government has to do something when. Shit, uh, shit hits the fan, right? Well, so no. So hear me out. So Iron Man, Tony Stark, he is mostly almost known publicly. Like, of course, some people don't know, yeah. but he does not. More recently, yeah. He right. wasn't always the case. For a long time, it was like Iron Man was his bodyguard. Yes, his bodyguard or whatever. But, yeah, he... but that was from a time where... It's funny with him because that was from a time where 
secret identities were such a standard already. Yes, that that was just done for him. They too. were just done to do it, but it didn't. And then they're like, "Why does this dude who is like a billionaire, like public tech, figure, tech, tech figure, yeah. people know he invents crazy stuff? Why not just have him be? People know he's Iron Man because it's like, oh, uh, they'll come after the people I know. Well, I'll just build a build and a." And it's different from system, and it's different mean? from Batman because Batman Bruce Wayne typically is supposed to be an idiot. Like yeah, he's supposed exactly. to be he's supposed to be portrayed as a spoiled rich boy. A spoiled mm. rich prince of Gotham. Right. But Tony Stark is already an arrogant, super smart person. Like he's known yeah. for that. So it wouldn't make sense that he wouldn't be aware of anything that's happening. But right. um coming back to the Marvel characters, like um Fantastic Four, you know, um, because Reed Richards is so intelligent, he gets grand amounts of funding and he can create like a um, yeah. a bubble of protection for all of them. Um, and they're also all able to like their whole family is super. Basically. Right. So they there's no reason. Themselves. Yeah, they can protect each other and protect themselves. Um, and then the X-Men. And here's the part that gets really weird because mutants are known in the Marvel Universe. They are a group of people. Um, So if you have a mutant power, it's not like, you know, because you usually find out with your family before you have a secret identity. So then you go to the X-Men. You join the X-Men. People know that school is for mutants. Um, You... Now they do. At one point, they were. It was just you know, yeah, Xavier's school for but, gifted. Yes. But everyone knew because the parents like knew their children were there. Yeah, were it's mutants. true. So it was like even even keeping it kind of secret was really dumb because it's like, well, at least two other people know. Um, yeah. And like even then, they really have outside of the early X-Men, few of them have masks. Like, they got away with some of it. Like, Iceman literally transformed his body. Beast, well, is Beast. Cyclops has a mask on. But then there's Jean Grey flying around with her face all open. You know? Um, Well, remember, she did have that little star crap on her face at first. Yeah, I remember that. Her weird little, like, they all had their goofy, like... That's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. But it's kind of like later on, like it, it gets really weird. Like, and, and kind of like what um, um, Dustin was saying is that for the time, just having a costume made sense for some people, but the X Men were really confusing. Wolverine had a mask, but Storm didn't have a mask. Yeah, Wolverine um, had a mask? Yeah. 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 yeah see, Wolverine holy shit. That's, that's surreal. Like the yeah. fact that Arnold just shot on here and was like, Wolverine had a mask, question mark. He was being genuine, people. Like, Oh, That's... I thought I thought that was like holy a... shit! Wait, no, he does. Yes, like he's yes, a... oh, because what? now, now all, I, all I remember is no, that's real Justin, right? That's all I see. Oh, God. <laughs> that oh, makes God. me feel old as shit. Like the fact that Arnold is like Wolverine had a mask. Only that's a, that, that's the thing. That was a lot the of thing. people literally only know. Wolverine is Hugh Jackman at this point, right? And the Wolverine just—he just goes around with his claws goes and out his face out. Like it's just like no, Wolverine Wolverine's... had two, had multiple costumes, but, but he had a two iconically had masks. The original one when he was fighting the Hulk oh, with the brown, brown and yellow. He I like that Canadian, and then uh, you have the one when he joins the X Men when it's yellow and blue. Mm-hmm. They both had masks on it. It was like a Batman mask yes. where where you his see I have nothing but gone. his chin out. Mm-hmm. Pupils gone, 
horn giant the, horn things. Horn, I don't even yeah. know what what that has to do with the Wolverine, but anyway. <laughs> it looked cool. It looked cool. It looked like a yeah, it looked cool at the time, man. Uh, and like it's it's crazy because that's really surreal. That really made me feel. I'm you know, it's funny though. Thinking about Wolverine <laughs> is that like with him, it's like yeah, what's it's like oh they know who he is. It's like who who is this guy? Nobody knows who this dude is. They're not right. going to find his family. He's just some dude named Logan. And right. if he did, you really want to cross Wolverine. Right. <laughs> it's, like, it, gets, it gets to a really weird place because in some stories, you get Spider-Man, you get Batman, you get um, Superman. I'm trying to think of who else has a serial identity where it's a really big deal. Um, I guess that's it. <laughs> but like, But then you get to weird places where like, Mom and Pa Clint, oh my God, Kent, Mom and Pa Kent know Superman's identity, of course, but then Lois Lane knows at some point. Right. Um, you know, Batman knows. It's not really a problem that Batman knows, but Batman, Batman knows. knows everybody. <laughs> right. Batman knows. So thus, by that nature, most of the Bat family will know. So you know. this is a funny thing, like you mentioned this. Mm-hmm. I remember the scene from Justice League where the Flash and Lex Luthor change bodies. Oh, yes, yes, yes. At one point, he's like, no, no. I can like, figure out his secret identity. He pulls the mask off and he's like, I don't know who this is. Right? <laughs> is this <laughs> the Flash like a janitor? In the... No, 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 no. He's like, he's a... He's a... In, uh, CSI. He's a yeah, CSI. He's a CSI. Yeah. He's working for the police. He's a forensics analyst and detective. Yeah, but yeah. but yeah. that's that's a, an important thing to note is that like once most of these secret identities are not important, you know, right. they, it, they're I your think, normal people, like right. And I think <laughs> versus it depends. Bruce Wayne, like oh, you pull his mask off, the world knows. Okay, right, Bruce Wayne, <laughs> right, and it, it and it it. It works in some scenarios because you have these characters who depend on their secret identities. Like, like coming back to the Spider-Man, because he's a really big one. Um, that's, I would argue, like 50% of Spider-Man's identity is the, is the hiding of his identity. Like, when it comes to that, you break it down. Most of his problems with Osborn is because he'll threaten Aunt May or something like that. Um, Dr. Octavius finds him out at some point. J. Jonah Jameson puts J- his name all over the paper. Yes, J. Jonah Jameson puts it all over the paper. He's a menace. A right. Menace. And it's it's almost as if you're sitting there wondering, it's kind of like, like how bad um, is, is it that you're hunting down at the time, for the most part, this teenager who's a superhero that isn't the worst thing in the world for you? You know, um, as opposed to Tony Stark exists. And I, I think it could be the the closeness to the people that makes it worse. So, so Spider-Man and Batman are in the streets all the time. So their secret identity is worse because they have residents and stuff like that. Yeah, they're connected very much to... Yeah, to multiple people. You're right. Like, they ain't like... It ain't weird because Bruce, you he's tied to so many, so many people. You don't even have to count the real, the immediate Bat family. Like, right. don't count, don't count Alfred or Dick or none of them. Just count look at, you, look, yeah, look at Gordon. Uh, yeah, well, which, which they already did in the Killing Joke. That's exactly why yeah, Killing, killing yeah. Joke was so good. The Joker went after Barbara Gordon. Not well. That's the thing. People they never clarify if he did it knowing she was Batgirl or did it knowing. 
just going after messing with the commissioner's daughter because the commissioner's tied to Batman. <laughs> and I will say this. And most, uh-huh. Go ahead. I was going to say, when it comes to the Joker, he has that one weird area of respect of, like, he doesn't want the mystery to be solved. Yeah, he he doesn't want anyone to come and tell him who Batman really is. Unless he figures it out on his own without not trying. Right. He does not care. to He he, he wants the game to continue. That's right. the whole thing about the Joker. He, his whole premise and, and being is he, one, has to be the center of attention in Gotham. And the only one he would share that spotlight with is Batman because he's the one that makes his spotlight even better. Right. And right. I think even there was a thing with the same sort of, since all of Batman's villains have some sort of like psychosis basically that <laughs> didn't the riddler like deduce it yes. at one point but then he's like yes. but if i give it away then yes yes then everything's ruined i can't do it <laughs> yes right yes. like he's a, he i believe batman like someone figures it out and batman goes up there and he says he there's one moment where he says like no one will believe you and he smiles but then there's another one where he says what do you think i'll do to you like i did like like and that's the thing is that i don't think you know peter parker doesn't have the resources the the resources or wherewithal to commit to something like that or like you know well it meets iron man well yeah but they they do that later on like you know he teams up with iron man and the fantastic four um a couple of times i hate both times but like they do that and like it it kind of subtracts from that character, like um, mm-hmm. in, in a lot of ways. And when I when I think about superheroes that run the risk of their identity being exposed, it's usually the ones that can't do anything about it immediately, or right. that the cost is so great that it will malfunction. Thing because it's like, what are you gonna do when you find out someone at school is a mutant? What you gonna do? You gonna jump them? At the school, you're gonna yeah, jump die. Cyclops and knock his glasses all the off kids and did. get blown away. <laughs> one, one, good luck, good luck beating them up. They're most of them are martial art trained already. They don't even got to use their powers. Yeah, like, like freaking Cyclops doesn't even have to eye laser you. Like, right. God forbid he uses his actual powers. And then let's say you beat him up. He has an entire school of other people who will be looking for you. Like, so you really want Wolverine coming to your house? Right. Right. My- <laughs> just pull that my dad can beat up your dad right it's just like it's just like it doesn't make sense but like when it comes to peter parker he has no other resources um when it comes to batman bruce wayne himself like the physical person mm-hmm. doesn't have people that will come help him necessarily um right. he does but it's not like it's it's not like super- it's people that yes yeah, it the people that would come help him initially, like if something was to happen, would be people that would be more of a liability than a help. <laughs> right. And when I think about things, and I guess my question is when it comes to certain things like, okay, like Superman, for instance, he has a secret identity, but who cares? Yeah. He can literally get to where you are before you do what you're going to do. It's like, oh, I'll go after Lois Lane. It's like, you were already doing that, dude. He's like, I, I heard that. <laughs> he literally right. was like, I heard that. I'm finna go over there. But I guess I guess that's the thing where he comes down to Superman's character. He mm-hmm. wouldn't do that. So that's why he has to keep his identity secret. Right. He keeps his secret because he, mm-hmm. you know, yes, he is Superman. He's still initially, like I said, a good Clark Kent person. Mm-hmm. Right. And you know, it's interesting. I want to note on this too. This is sort of a side topic that goes with this is 
with some characters, there's sort of that weird question of like which one is the real person. Oh, Batman and Superman all the yeah, like with Superman, he is Clark Kent. Like he yes. sees himself as Clark Kent. Like it helps him stay like keep his connection to normal people. Well, Batman, and he, he he doesn't really change his how he acts. He still acts like. I mean, he acts, like, more nervous and, like, awkward, but he's still, yeah. like, a nice dude. Yeah, because he grew up as Clark Kent. He didn't yeah. grow up as Superman. Wow. Right. Well, Batman, like, Batman he's Batman. Is. Well, Batman, Bruce is Batman. Batman. Bruce will say that. Yeah, Batman had to become... Bruce Wayne had to become Batman. You know, he didn't grow up as Batman. He grew up as Bruce Wayne, but he had to become Batman to do what he needed to do. Mm-hmm. Like, right. so it's a breaking point. And um, so, like Bruce Wayne became sort of like the the like a character that he plays. Yep. To, and, and, and honestly, that's the Bruce Wayne is of, no more. <laughs> Bruce Wayne um, died at the age of eight. <laughs> yeah, but that's the theme. That's the theme of almost all Batman characters, except the Bat Family. So you mm-hmm. get like people like all the villains had ulterior names, and they changed their names. To fit what they become. And they never regress towards those characters again. You know. Like Two-Face is not Harvey Dent. No matter how much Harvey Dent ever tries to become himself again. He's always Mm Two-Face. You know. um, Harlequin. um, Poison Ivy. All these characters. They had lives before the change. And the change was so permanent and so strong. That their identity is closer related to their change selves mm-hmm. than their personal selves. I think Batman is just one of the few people who can go back to himself right. as Bruce Wayne for a moment. Um, and it even it even gets to certain degrees where you can see Batman, even his relationships expand when he's in the bat suit. Most of his romantic scenes are when he's in his bat suit when he's with like because that's his true self right because that's who he is mm-hmm. you know um but then there's other characters like like um dick grayson is not nightwing that's what he yeah. does for work but like mm-hmm. he would love to not be nightwing sometimes. yeah he, he's much more like well i guess like i don't want to say stable but in a right. way Jason he is Todd, more like down to earth still the only and, uh, and here's the thing you can look at it this way People whose identity becomes tied with their alter ego becomes corrupt in some way. Jason Todd really felt like Robin. Like, of all the Robins, he wanted to be Robin the most. Then Mm -hmm. some shit happened, then he got fucked up afterwards, and he is, while he's still Jason Todd, he is the Red Hood. To the degree, he made a helmet for his face. You know, like, I, I feel like when it comes to secret identities, you got people that either hold on to it too much and then that becomes a problem. And then you have people who who don't hold on to it too much. They kind of use it as a protectant. But it, it, it gives those issues. Um, you know, and I, I'm just kind of going through my head right now of characters who are superheroes that don't have secret identities. Um, Wonder, um, Woman. Th- Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Thor doesn't anymore. He used to. Well, let's, I'm going to take that back because I think. Wonder Woman is like Thor, where she did used to have when she did go by. Yeah, Diana she used to be Diana Prince. Prince. Right. She will go in between. Like I've seen her go in between. Like there's sometimes where she is Diana Prince for like business purposes, but then there's mm-hmm. other moments where she's just you know walking around and she doesn't do anything but tie her hair back. Right. Like she doesn't do. She puts on a suit and a blazer. That's about it. Like um, in her musculature, like you would be able to. T- 
You'd be like, this this woman is like jacked. What is like this? Is? Like you would be able to tell. <laughs> is she like a bodybuilder? Is she like <laughs> right? But then there's other superheroes like Black Canary. She doesn't have one, but right. she's also street level. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. Green Arrow yeah. has one, but he's the poor man's Batman. Um, yeah. Green Arrow is cool. I like it. It's funny how we thought. It's funny how we call him the poor man's Batman, and he's. He's still rich. He's just rich. Yeah, yeah, he is. <laughs> yeah, he's it's just like he's the uh, what's the rival of Donald Duck? Yeah, um, Glim Gom, Glim Gold Goldstein. He's he's there's literally a line where he's like he's like he's like he's just the poor man's version of me, which to be fair is also insanely rich. <laughs> you know, like um, he's and and, yeah. and that's the same thing of that. Like when it comes to now, don't get me wrong, I like Green Lantern, but he is the poor man's version of Batman. Like he's yeah. he's not as good at fighting. His gadgets are less. He's yeah. wearing green. Me, green he's got some different very. He's got some very different stories. So that's why I like. Him. Oh yeah, no, I like him. He's a fun character, but he really is just a yeah. hot guy. Yeah, in terms of like powers, he's just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, like. Yeah, so you have all these these different characters. Um, I'm trying to think of other ones who don't. Yeah, they did some weird stuff with Thor's alter ego. I'm not going to go into it in a lot of detail, but like they did a whole thing with like Donald Blake, like his original alter ego being like some weird thing Odin made, like a separate personality. Thor is just he man. Yeah, but like apparently that turned into a problem because this dude basically just went into limbo whenever he turned into Thor and yeah. slowly went like crazy and then tried to kill Thor recently. Okay, I don't yep, think he has he a did. secret identity, but he just yeah, but oh, no, 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 not Thor. I'm not talking about Thor. I'm talking about I was going to go to another character. I was going to say mm. Bruce Banner. Yeah, so like oh, yeah. I want to talk about Bruce Banner because Bruce Banner is weird in a sense that like some people know he's the Hulk, like. Thaddeus Ross, like Thunderbolt Ross, and like Betty Ross, uh, Betty Ross, and like Rick Jones, and like Iron Man, Doctor few, Strange, yeah, a few of them. <laughs> but for a lot of people, like they know Bruce Banner is the Hulk, and that's scary and a problem. And so he wanders around a lot and tries right. to like lose both names, right? He and doesn't... just be like, oh, this just that's 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 Bob. He just came into town and he's really smart and he works on cars, right? <laughs> like he hides. He doesn't have a secret identity per se. He always cars, man. Not like, hey, man, can you fix my microwave? Well, that's the thing. He, he fixes everything. He He'll tries just be like... not to. He tries not to show how much science he knows. Yeah, because he's very, very smart. And then that will expose him further. <laughs> but like, why is this guy like building like a nuclear reactor in his garage? How did he do that with like right. a microwave? <laughs> so yeah, so you get so you get people like the Hulk or Bruce Banner who will hide their secret identity. Um... But you have uh, another weird case is Moon Knight who made so many secret identities he went crazy, right? <laughs> or Deadpool who just likes to hide his face. Um, he ugly that one because he what's what's the look? <laughs> some of the horrible lines oh, the from, jokes the, from movie. the movie. Yes, he's like an avocado was having sex with an even uglier avocado. <laughs> yeah, or yeah. like <laughs> even uglier older avocado. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, I'm trying to think of superheroes who, like, um, Storm, she doesn't use a mask. Um, you got Black Panther. Black Panther, just, right. What, yeah, he's just, uh, he's, this is what he is. He's Black Panther. He's but, the Prince of Wakanda, and that's the title that the Prince of Wakanda has. But then when he comes over to the States. King of Wakanda, sorry. He, he, he hides. Like, you know, he's, the, his whole culture is around the Black Panther. But then mm-hmm. when he becomes the Black Panther and he comes to the States, it's a whole different thing. Um, well, that's oh. because the world thinks that his country is not 
right like, they don't know like, it's world it's all about secrecy he's yeah they like, think it's a third world country even though it's like a, a first world mega country right like and then there's other things like um uh oh my god i lost captain america yeah people everyone knows who steve rogers is yeah, and they don't really care. Like he's just Captain America, right? That's sort no of his identity almost. Captain America, not for the I most think part. Th- I think at one point there was some stuff with his secret identity because he's like an artist or something. Mm-hmm. But it's been a long time. It's one of those characters where like we don't care about Steve Rogers. It's yeah. secret identity. He's just and, Captain America. And to just close it out, not to go into too much detail, why then is it that very few villains do it? You know, it's interesting on that note. Wait, because wear masks or don't wear masks? Well, the secret identity thing. You have some that do. Yeah, because um, you got like Norman Osborn, who's right. like, I'm definitely not crazy in the Green Goblin. I'm a 100% <laughs> legitimate businessman. And he's like talking to himself. My hair does not have red lines in it. And I definitely don't have a bunch of weird goblin costumes in my closet. Don't go look. Like, not like- there. <laughs> like yeah, like you get you get villains that usually don't. Um Lex Luthor, who's like, it doesn't matter if I'm evil, I'm gonna run for president. The thing is with Lex Luthor is that he plays the game. He does. He does. Like he's like he's like Wilson Fisk that way too. It's sort of this Yeah. Oh yes, I am definitely a legitimate businessman and not and not a <laughs> I think it's because villains have less to lose. Yeah. They do many times. Like and you have the Joker who doesn't even have a secret identity. Like he he says six different things it's like his backstory you know what i mean yeah like i think i think the thing is is that if heroes had nothing to lose then there wouldn't be conflict with the villain yeah it creates be... it creates tension mm-hmm. yeah yeah and i think that's a thing too and i um yeah we may go deeper into villains but i did want to keep it around heroes mm-hmm. for the most part but yeah i i think that's a big thing and like kind of keeping it kind of for the safety and stuff like that. I wonder if we lost Justin. Justin, you there? I think we may have lost Justin. That sucks. Um, I'll, I'll, yeah, we lost oh, him. Yeah, we lost him. Oh, yep, he's back. Is he back? Yep. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, yes, yeah, we, we lost you. Oh, okay, because I'm sitting here. I'm up here trying. I was trying to say something. I was like, okay, they're just gonna, they keep going. I was like, maybe they can't hear me. Did you uh, say? Oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah. We couldn't hear you. Um. Did yeah. you did you have something you wanted to say? To <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah, I was gonna say I think the di- the key difference is with villains. You know, the, your higher upper villains like your businessmen, like Fisk and Lex Luthor and Norman Osborn. Yes, they have different monikers or you no know, secret identities because they do have so much to lose. Versus, well, versus Lex, of course, doesn't have any secret identity at all because he just plays the game to the <laughs> ultimate fashion. Right. Uh, but other ones like and I say Joker's the exception because to this day no one knows the Joker's true identity. He has right. like six different backstories. But everyone else, unless you're a higher up person in that same Fisk and you know, Luther Osborne category, everyone else, they come out initially with their name and usually some costume so people don't know exactly who it is that's doing this, so they can try to get away with the whatever crimes mm-hmm. they're doing right. at the time but mm-hmm. then of course the villains not villains, the hero always deduces like okay this is this person he's the he's the actual villain here using this moniker name because mm-hmm. it, it's, it's plot armor almost so basically the villain we're they have their alias essentially yeah but we always they we always figured out who it is because the hero is here to stop them and lock them up and of course right. unless you're joker level villain you're gonna be locked up with fingerprints and all everything mm-hmm. else, knowing 
someone is out there. And there's some exceptions that I think we might have to save them for like a future episode. But um, yeah, sorry, you gonna say? James? Oh, I was just gonna say I think the secret identity holds itself as an anchor to humanity. Mm-hmm. Like I right. think most heroes have their identities, be they reverse, you know, like Bruce Wayne instead of Batman. But like you have your alter ego, your your other identity to root yourself. You know, um, Peter has to constantly recall who he is when he's wearing the symbiote because a whole other ego is involved in that, you know, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, Superman just wants to be Kent. Um, Things like that nature. Most mutants, they all have code names based off their powers, but they have their real names and they really don't even want to be doing it sometimes. Like... Some um, of them are like, why am I here? I wish I didn't have powers. Right, right, right. Others are like, some Some of them, though, like, own the code name, and they're like, I'm a mutant. That's right, I'm. that's who I am, you know? And so, like, I really feel that, like, that, those are kind of those traits and stuff like that when it comes to, like, identity. And I think that's why, like, kind of what um, Justin was saying is that villains typically are that exception, particularly the higher-up ones, because it's like they're either playing the game or they just don't care. It is um, interesting in the rare instance where you do have a villain, though, that, like, doesn't want people to know that they're a villain. Like, I think uh, Spider-Man had a few of those. I think, like, Molten Man or some obscure villain like that, like, didn't want people to know he's a bad guy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Shocker. 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 Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying um, to be, like, a normal guy, but they're like, oh, but there's so much money in knocking banks over. You know I what think, I mean? And I think once you own your ego, your alternate ego, and you embrace it, that's where the real villainy completes. Because, like, Dr. Octavius, um, Lex Luthor, um, Dr. Doom, like, these Dr. Doom's like, you can't charge me with crimes. Right? I'm the president of another country. I got so much immunity. He's not a bad it's guy. Crazy. Dr. Doom is the best when it comes to that aspect. Yeah. I, am, I am the leader of a country. You yes. can't do anything to me while I'm over here. Hey, Dr. Like, we're going to extradite Dr. Doom and Laverius like, lol. Like, right. Like, Dr. <laughs> Doom will, like, literally come into the States and all the bad guys, superheroes will be surrounding him. And he'll be like, you can't touch me. I have you're attacking community. you're attacking a person from another you're attacking the leader of another country this is an attempted assassination exactly and like is this how your heroes do things like you know like <laughs> the perfect dictator is Dr. Doom um, <laughs> but yeah so but anyway in closing yeah I think when it comes to that that was a pretty good discussion about like complexities behind identity and like when it comes to superheroes because I think it is Something that people think about, and I know a lot of people are probably like, why do you? Why do they have masks? Why do they hide their identity? Um, I think that's dumb, yada, yada, yada. Um, but no, I think there's nuances and importance that we kind of go through um, here today. But thank you, everyone, for coming in to listen to the podcast. This was a fun episode. I wanted to have an episode where I'm not juggling things. So it was really nice to just kind of have a, a nice comic book episode. We, we need to have more comic book episodes, clearly, because we, we all went around about it. Um, but anyway, again, thanks for joining the podcast and listening, everyone. As I said before, you can catch us on our Twitch streaming at twitch.tv slash keyitemspodcasts. Um, and just join us there. I'm goofy. I do stupid things. Um, but yeah, that's all. Um, I am your host, and as always, I am joined by the following Dustin and Arnold. 
JT the bat. Oh my god. Um, thank you all <laughs> for listening, and we will be back. Bye bye. See ya. Bye. Catch you guys next God the Night. Next Gotham <laughs> Channel. Oh my god. <laughs> thank you for playing. <laughs>